everyone. This is your co-host, Amy, and welcome to the Gals Chat Podcast. Today is a remix. I have my co-host here with me today, who is Maritza Bravo, co-founder of Engineering Gals in the House. Hey, Maritza. Hey, everybody. Hello, Amy. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to do this podcast episode with you. I am going to be interviewing Amy today, and we will be talking about life, career, and entrepreneurship. So let's get started. Yes, I'm really excited for this. This episode is sponsored by Steel Chic Shoes, who offer women's fashionable steel toe shoes. Not only are they certified to meet OSHA standards, but they are lightweight and comfortable. The shoes are designed to look good and keep you safe so you can confidently walk your own path. Steel Chic has a special offer for all Gals Chat listeners and guests. Use promo code ENGINEERINGGALS to get free shipping and a free water bottle when you purchase a pair of shoes. All right, Amy. So can you introduce yourself to the audience and let let us know who you are and what you do? Of course. So I know I've been recording lots of episodes with everyone else and introducing them, but today I'm going to be introducing myself just to get, you know, to know everyone better. So yeah, so my name is Amy Carr, as you guys know, and I went to school in Cal State Long Beach and I graduated with my bachelor's in civil engineering. So I had grown up in Bakersfield, California, and then moved to Long Beach to get my degree. And after that, I focused in water resources engineering and have been working with the state government after graduation. And another big part of my life is obviously engineering gals. So we're always working on projects for engineering gals. And and then also I'm one of the co-hosts for this podcast, Gals Chat. And other than that, I think there's just a lot of new and exciting things that are going to happen soon <laughs> that I'm just trying to figure out one day at a time. But that's pretty much me. Nice, Amy. So go beach. How is your college experience going from Bakersfield to Long Beach and just doing that transition? How is that experience for you? Yeah, so that was different because I had never left home before. And I knew from a very young age that I always wanted to leave Bakersfield <laughs> because <laughs> there wasn't much to do here. Like, And I felt like I really wanted to be in L.A. and get the L.A. experience. So I, when I started looking at degrees – I remember it wasn't even being offered at Bakersfield. So I was like, okay, perfect. This is my chance to leave. <laughs> this is your chance to leave Bakersfield. <laughs> exactly. So I then literally just applied to all these universities, got in to Long Beach. And and this was the one that I wanted to go to as well. Because I was like, Long Beach sounds legit, like super fun. Snoop Dogg in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I would like Google the photos and look at it online and be like, this is such a beautiful university. And it really is. It yeah, truly it really is. is so pretty. And yeah, so then I was like, okay, I got into Long Beach. I get there. So I did a few years in Bakersfield, Cal State Bakersfield, uh, just undergrad stuff, just for me to transfer. And then I finished the rest of my degree at Long Beach. And I think my college experience was interesting because I didn't really, like I've never been somebody who's been the one to put school as like their number one priority in the way that like straight A's never really mattered to me. It was more just like, okay, do I understand the material? Can I pass the class? <laughs> because <laughs> yes. it's like I wanted – it's just different. Some people are really good test takers and some people aren't. And I was never a really good test taker. And that's something that I just struggled with for a while was figuring out like – how do I learn how to do math? You know, I'd never really was good at math in middle school because I didn't really know about STEM. So it wasn't like I was preparing to be an engineer. I was just preparing to do a career. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. 
Yeah. So, so when was the point where you decided like, hey, I'm going to study engineering and I'm going to get this degree? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I remember I was, um, I went to my counselor in Bakersfield. Even before I went to my counselor, I remember sitting at home and I was like, what do I really like to do? I was like, I, my career should be something that I really, really enjoy. And I was like, I really like being curious and asking a bunch of questions, you know, when I'm working on cars with my dad. And so my dad was a mechanic. He used to fix like these big factory machines, cars, and we used to do a whole bunch of home renovation stuff at home. And I remember I would just be like so curious, like, how do you do that? How do you know that that part does that? Like, where does this go? You know? And, and then he would explain it to me and I would just be like, wow, I have 10 more questions now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just yeah. one of those things. So you I just had that you had that curiosity since you were a kid. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Like, and so when I started thinking about it, I was like, yo, I'm like really happy when I'm curious and about the way things work and learning about that. And I was like, okay, so that means that I need like some sort of technical hands-on career. So I went to my counselor and I was like, I don't know what to do, but you know, right now I'm signed up as a nursing major and that was just something I did because everyone in Bakersfield is a nursing major. <laughs> like all of my <laughs> friends were nursing What's majors. What's up with being a nurse major? I know I see it all over TikTok, like the nurses. Yeah, it's a great career. That's why. Yeah, they get paid a lot. Yeah. And you're, t you know, you're. But you work a lot too in yeah. high stressful environments, like the emergency room, people are dying the nurse is the first person that you see when you go into an emergency room, right? Or even a doctor's office, like the nurse is yeah. the first person you see. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of just signed up because I was like, well, I don't know what else I'm doing. It sounds like a good career. <laughs> but yeah. And then my advisor was like, hey, how about engineering? And I was like, what's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? How do you yeah. spell it? <laughs> engineering? <laughs> and then um and then so then I was like okay like and she's like what about computers I was like computers are cool like I could do that and then she's like what about like civil like because I said I wanted to do something hands-on mm -hmm. and she's like civil sounds like you might you might actually like civil so then I took this intro to civil class and that's how it all started and that's yeah. why I was like, okay, I'll be an engineer. <laughs> Praise the school counselors. Right? And <laughs> she was a female us. counselor nice. too. She like really, you know. She's like, you could be it. an engineer. You could be an engineer. Everybody could be engineers. Yeah, and now we're like the counselors on Instagram and on social media <laughs> telling everybody that they could be engineers too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so cool. Well, fun fact for the audience, if they don't know, that's how Amy and I, that's how we met when we, I'm also a 49er, go beach from Long Beach State. Um, and that's how we met. And, you know, we just clicked. Was it on, I think we were in, geotech lab was it the yeah. geotech lab that we met yeah yeah it was we was were like, who's on this new girl i've never seen her before <laughs> she looks like a model can i be her friend <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny yeah i just i remember we were on the same team and we were working on the lab together and then we were in the library studying we just became friends and then yeah, we, we just had studying. like the exact same classes that semester yeah. Like, I would see you in all my classes. I'm like, who's this girl? I've never seen her before. And yeah. then you're like, I'm from Bakersfield. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I have a new friend. <laughs> well, I mean, because, like, if you are if you went to engineering school, you know there's not a lot of females. Mm -hmm. So anytime I would see, like, a girl, I'd be like, can you be my friend? Do you want to be my friend? Me you know, too. there's just, like, a very, like, there's just a handful of women in the program. So I'm like, let's study together. <laughs> that yeah. way we don't have to study with these boys and they try to hit on you and stuff. And then like, why? <laughs> so true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, why do you only want to hang out with girls in engineering school? I don't know. Why are you always hitting on me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a study date, quote unquote. You know, it's like, we all know. 
You all know what's behind that because study Because I date. really want to study, study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a fun fact. So um, let's talk about, you know, pretty much you didn't really know what you wanted to do. You were looking at nursing and then you switched over to engineering. So that was kind of a phase of your life where you really didn't have everything figured out until you talked to someone and someone gave you advice and then you tried it out. But what happened after graduating? Now you have this amazing career with the state of California and you're pursuing your dreams water resources so like what's next yeah so I think this is another one of those phases in my life where I don't know and I'm trying to figure it out so I pretty much after working as a water resource engineer for about two years I took a leave of absence from work and I was I was in Canada for those two years as a lot of the podcast listeners know and yeah, so that entire time, it was during the pandemic. So I was working full-time engineering gals at that time. And I wasn't doing an engineering job. And it was great. I think it was like a really like career-wise, it was like a really free type of lifestyle as in like I could create my own hours. I could work on engineering gals when I wanted to. I didn't have to go into an office. I had all that flexibility to do what I wanted to but also in my life personally i was struggling because i was in an abusive relationship so pretty much once i had realized that i left canada cuz i had moved to canada since i had gotten married um mm-hmm. and my partner was my ex partner was living in canada so i pretty much left my career moved to canada took that time off for about 2 years and then came back <laughs> the beginning of this year in 2021. So congrats. We're so happy to have you back. <laughs> Thank you. Why did you ever leave California? <laughs> I actually do not know. Like, why would I leave California for Canada? Canada is beautiful, but California yeah. is its own, you know, charm. Yeah. So. Canada is beautiful. I remember going to Canada and it's so green out there, but Mountain California water, is so yeah. beautiful. I mean, I'm from, I'm born and raised in California. So I'm just like, I've been to other places. I'm like, there's no way <laughs> I could leave California, like to live somewhere else. I just, I'm such a Californian. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love the 405 with traffic. After after going to New York, (laughs) when I went to New York and we were taking the subway and like there's so many people and like you can't even drive your own car. When I came back, I was so grateful. I was like, I love being stuck in traffic in my own car without a smelly person next to me. Like this is heaven. (laughs) That's crazy because when I went to New York. I loved the fact that I didn't have to drive somewhere and that I could just take public transport everywhere. So I was like super sad when I came back because I was like, damn it, I now have to drive in my freaking car for hours a day in traffic. So I guess it's like, you know, perspective. But Yeah, I mean, the only thing that bothered me is just like you're next to strangers and you're like, you're so close and proximate. But you're so close to them that like you could smell them and then it's like you can't really like have your own little environment you know like when you're in your car it's like you could put your loud music and you could be eating and you could be like doing whatever in your own car because it's like your own car you know but when you're like in public transit you're just like oh my god And then you're just kind of scared like at night like at night if you need to go somewhere and you're looking hot as f it's like people are looking at you you're just like oh my god why are people looking at me but here in california if you you know if you dress up you get in your car you know it's like i don't know i think it's like safe i felt safe in new york i actually did i would get dressed up and go out at night and i was by myself a few times but the thing about it in new york oh my god and i I I watched way too many crimes I think I watch too many crime shows that I do not walk by myself. Yeah. 
Well, there was so much going on when I was there that there's people everywhere, people on public transport, you know, as long as you don't stay out like too super late when everybody's gone and it's just you by yourself. I think that's, that was when I was like, okay, maybe I should be with someone right now. But (laughs) (laughs) all the other times I didn't feel like that. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So New Yorkers, let us know if you're from New York. Put some reviews. Let us know how you like in New York. I'm not such a fan, but Amy loves New York. So let's talk about um, wanting a career outside of engineering. So you kind of talked about it, you know, when you were in Canada, you were doing engineering gals full time. And I think during that time, engineering gals like grew so much because of the huge effort that you put into engineering gals. So I know during that time, both of us, we learned about Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. We learned about creating a company, all the legal stuff, the Mm -hmm. tax forms, (laughs) how to run a team. So Mm -hmm. give us your experience on that and your thoughts of like transitioning over to a non-engineering career. Yeah. So yeah, during that time, I kind of was saying that earlier too, of like having the freedom to be creative in your own way and figuring out solutions that work for you. You know, like I was my first time leading a team. I'd never done that before. So that was new, like leadership experience, Um, like figuring out all the legal stuff. That was completely new too. But I think and we totally messed there, up yeah. too. Like, <laughs> yeah, we would make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, we made mistakes. But, you know, I think the cool thing about making mistakes is that you learn from them. And yeah. it's like you have to make mistakes in order to grow and in order to learn, mm-hmm. you know? So during that time, I mean, I know you yeah. learned so much, but I was just like, my learning curve was like off the charts since yeah, like same. graduation. <laughs> Because, you know, you go to work and it's like you learn how to do your job. And then sometimes it's not as, like, challenging as going outside of your job and, like, actually trying to figure something out that's, like, completely out of your education knowledge to do something, you know? It's like I never took a business class in college. So all of this, like, I had no idea. Yeah, Google was our friend. Exactly. Yeah. Google, we learned everything, like how to create our store, our online merch store, everything we learned off of Google. (laughs) How to design stuff, how to like create a website, how to, it was just a lot. Start a podcast. Yeah. Everything. How to host webinars on YouTube live, like all this stuff. How to write contracts. Yeah. That was a big one. That was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was really one of those times, I feel like that time, I all I remember was just working on engineering gals nonstop. Like, especially when we were hosting those events, like I'd wake up in the morning and be like, okay, what do I need to get done? Get it done. And then I'd still work like to the end of the day, work on the weekends. And I was like, I'm spending so much time doing this, but it's like a weird like high because I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't like one of those like corporate jobs where you're like working extra hours and you feel like exhausted after it I felt freaking alive after I'd like host an event it'd be successful I was literally on a high and I'm like yes yeah, so good this is so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you created it from the beginning from an idea to you to, from the idea until it you cre- yeah you created it I until know. I executed it yeah exactly yes. Yeah, so that was it. And I was like, wow, that was so cool. Uh, The other half of me felt like crap, though, because I was like, I can't get a job. It was so hard in the pandemic to get a job in Canada. And it was so disheartening because even just looking at the career of an engineer and like the salary they make, it's it's really low compared to the U.S. too. So it was just like difficult because I would go and interview and I would get these really bad offers. I'm talking like if you worked at 7-Eleven, oh you could God. have like had the same job, same income. And I was so like, I didn't God know that. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's just it was a big struggle. And I just remember feeling like crap, the other half part of it 
of like, oh my God, I, I'm losing my career. At that point, like I didn't know like consciously that like it was good for me, right? I was just like stuck in this phase where I felt like I was missing out and I was falling behind in my career. So um, pretty much then I realized that I wanted to come back to my family, come back to California and be, you know, happy and live my life. So then that's pretty much what happened. And so that phase made me realize that it's okay to not have a career and always be working for a company. And my entire perspective changed completely. Like I feel like I changed who I am as a person, my priorities, my wants, the things that bring me happiness, they all changed, you know, like I no longer feel like I actually need to have a career in engineering. I feel like now through engineering gals, I realize that I'm really passionate about things outside of that too, right? Like helping empower other women in engineering. That brings me so much joy and excitement, like giving other women a platform, you know? And it just made me realize like I have this burning passion for something outside of engineering. Like why don't I try to do something outside of that, you know? And it's great idea, but it's really hard to execute it and turn it into a lifestyle where you can have a an income from a passion like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think just overall entrepreneurship is so hard because you don't have a boss telling you, hey, here are the deadlines or like, hey, you need to make this much a revenue for the company. You know, it's like it comes within yourself. So it's like, it's really hard to transition over from a traditional engineering job where you get a salary Mm -hmm. versus going into entrepreneurship and pretty much, you know, trying to get that bag. And it's like (laughs) the bag is so far away and you have to like sprint to it and run. And we've been jogging for so long, but overall, I mean, we've learned so much throughout Mm -hmm. this, this journey from, beginning and where we are now it's like I think our platform has grown so much like just going back and like remembering that one time we were at the library we're like let's do something and we were so young and we were just like so full of goals and ambitious that we're like let's do a YouTube channel talking about engineering because no one's talking about engineering on YouTube and like running with that idea and just creating engineering gals and like having this platform that we now own. It's amazing the journey from like beginning to now, you know? Yeah. And we did something. (laughs) We've been doing something. (laughs) We did something. We are doing something. Yeah. And having this like very successful podcast too. Like kudos to you and Laura for, you know, when's your anniversary for your podcast? It's coming up, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think we lost launched our first episode in 2021, uh, 2020. So either it was December 2019 or uh, January of 2020. I think it was December. Somewhere in that time frame. Yeah, we had launched. So yeah. it's going to be a year. Time goes by so fast. And you guys yeah. had so many amazing guests. Yeah. I'm like super excited for this podcast and its growth of it. So Same. that's really cool. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your journey and your decision to enroll yourself into grad school. <laughs> yeah. So that was like one of those things that I was like thinking, right? And I was like, okay, I'm moving back to California. I'm going to take my life back. I'm going to own my career. I'm going to be that girl, like that bitch, (laughs) you know, like I'm going to be like a freaking cool technical expert nerd on water resources and I'm going to know my shit, right? And then it's I was like, like Amy yeah. 2.0. Exactly. I was like, let's who's Amy 2.0? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, so I get back home and I'm like, okay, let's apply. I apply. I get into Cal State Long Beach for the master's program. And it's for Ooh, water resources. Congrats. Thank yeah, you. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's for water resources and environmental engineering. And I'm like super excited, you know, and then I'm like, okay, cool. I got in and I'm like, okay, now all I have to do is sign up for classes. 
why don't I want to sign up for classes? Why don't I want to do this? Like, what's wrong? And I was just like, wait a second. What's going on? And I was like, do I actually really want this? Or is this something that I just wanted to do years ago when I was in college, like before I moved to Canada? And I was like, I think it's something that I wanted to do back then. And I started thinking really critically of my career and, you know, what I wanted to do to make the next step, right? So I was like, okay, there's options, right? So like in engineering, you could get your master's in business and go more towards like the business route and leading like that side or being more managerial. And then there's the whole entire other side of the technical expert, right? And I was like, okay, well... I don't know if I want to be a technical expert anymore because I feel like through engineering gals, I learned that my strengths are actually in, you know, interpersonal skills, business skills. Like those are my strengths. So then I was just like, okay, like I have to be true to who I am today and not just do something because I wanted to do it maybe a few years ago. And that realization like woke me up and I was like, whoa, like I'm not the same person again. Like I, I just keep getting reminded, you know, I'm not the yeah. same person. Like things have changed. Like I am the same person, obviously. But what I want <laughs> What's has your changed. real name? <laughs> I was like, Did you change you? your name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So No, I think it's so normal to go through the this evolution of yourself. You know, it's like you were a different person when you were in high school and then you transitioned over to college. And then during those four years of college, four to five years of college, you also changed during that time, right? Yeah. And then you have your early career and then you're so focused on your career that you're just like, yeah, I want to go to grad school, be this technical engineer. And because <laughs> that's what we're fed when we're in engineering school. It's yeah. like, you have to be the best engineer. It's like, yeah you know, lives are at your hand. Not <laughs> yeah, lives at your true. hand, but it's like... <laughs> and it's true, though. <laughs> like, people could die if you fuck up, you know? Like, yeah, if you mess it up. It could happen. Yeah. I think it was so ingrained in our mind. And during college, you're like, yeah, I, I do want to be the best engineer. But then when you go to your full-time job and then you do your job, but then there's like so much more than your career in life. You know, it's like, I think when we're in college, it's like, it's always like studying and then go to, going to your internship. And it's like, your whole life is just like, just in, involved in engineering that that's all you know during that time. But then once you transition over as a full-time engineer and you're working, you know, eight to nine hours a day, and then after you're done with work, you're like, what do I do now? Because we're like so used to <laughs> working 24 seven when we were in college that yeah, yeah. once it hits like five, six o'clock, you're like, wow, I have four hours left in the day, 45 hours left in the day. Like, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. You're already done with your job. So then I think that's when people start realizing like, okay, I, I have hobbies or this is another dream that I've wanted to pursue. And then and then that's where you figure out your passions other than engineering, you know, and that's like completely normal, I think. Yeah. I mean, I went through the transition. It's like I love to do other things, too, other than working full time. Yeah, I think there's like the, the hobbies aspect of it, but there's also the aspect of just like life in general. There's things that happen in our personal lives that I feel it's really hard to just keep your career at the forefront at all aspects of your life. I talked a little bit about this um, on Instagram on one of my posts, but like this whole work-life balance thing of like, oh, work-life balance. Yeah, every day I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and I'm happy. I think it's more than that. I think it's more of just like in life, like I realize like going through so many life changes, like loss of a loved one. I had actually lost my father a few years, but um, just like a year before I finished my engineering degree. And then that completely changed my life. This whole, you know, situation with me moving to Canada, that changed my life again. And I just realized that it's like a normal part of life. Like, you know, sometimes your career is going to be like number one priority in your life. And other times it's just not. And that's okay. Like we're just, like you said, like you said it so well, like, 
about like we're fed this whole like go 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 like get your career like be number one and get that bag you know and you're just like once you have that bag you're like okay now what like just like you said like, like am I what really do do? happy <laughs> yeah and then am like, I really okay. happy with this bag and this career which is amazing I mean obviously being an engineer and having a career and having a good salary that's that's what you went to college for you know but then sometimes that doesn't always bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we're in the pursuit of happiness, just like <laughs> a movie with Will Smith. <laughs> exactly. That's like a cheesy tagline of this episode. Pursuit of happiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's cool. So you're so just to clear things up, you're no longer in grad school. Is that correct? Yeah. So pretty much I didn't sign up for classes and I just left it as that at that. And I was like, okay, well, that's okay. I'm not gonna go to grad school and I don't have to force myself to do something just because I should, quote unquote, you know, in my career. And I was like, I'm just gonna figure out what is gonna work for me in my life in terms of like what's gonna make me happy in terms of like the priorities that I care about now, you know, like right now I'm working as a civil engineer. So I'm working, I pretty much got a job a few months after I moved back to California. So now I'm working full time. Nice. So congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So now I'm a water resource engineer again. And coming back to that, it's, it's a whole new life. It's like a whole new change. But I feel like I'm living this old part of me that I'm like, is it is it good? I don't really know, but it's made me realize that I want something different, you know. And just saying that, like, I feel guilty. I don't know why. Like, I've just kept telling myself, like, you should like your career, Amy. And it's like, yeah, but <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just have to remind yourself, like, there's more things outside of that. So just venturing out into that is like, okay, like maybe I could do a career in tech. Maybe I'll focus more on entrepreneurship. Like, to be honest, it's just this whole phase of figuring out what it is that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's completely normal. I mean, I think just going into college and getting that degree, it's just a stepping stone. I think a lot of people give us a lot of pressure of like, well, if you got this degree, you have to be in this industry. Yeah. But that's not true. It's like you got this degree and this is a stepping stone. Like you learned so many great fundamental things that you could apply it to any other industry. It's mm-hmm. like we're problem solvers. That's who we are. So there's a lot of problems on earth and you could choose <laughs> any discipline <laughs> to do that, not just engineering, you know? So it's like- Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that's why like, I always tell people like, if you don't know what you want to do, just do engineering because it is so hard, like just going back, thinking about engineering school, like I was like studying oh, a lot and trying to figure things out. And I think that was like the whole purpose of engineering school. It's like they pretty much throw really hard problems at you and you just have to navigate yeah. through them and find a solution. Yeah. And this applies to like all aspects of engineering, <laughs> you yeah. know, or problem solvers. That's what it is. So it's like a stepping stone. So it's like, there's problems everywhere. So it's like, where are you going to apply those fundamentals that you learned in engineering school? You could apply them to any to anything. Yeah, totally. We definitely are problem solvers. And yeah, I like that. You know, it's a stepping stone. There shouldn't be pressure to just stick to this career, you know. And I know like, yeah, we say that. Sometimes we feel it. Sometimes we don't. But it's one of those things like the career provides great stability, right? Great stability every month, you know? But um, outside of that, I think there's a lot more that needs to be explored, you know? So, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And I guess I just have to, you know, I'm like just want to normalize that it's okay to not have everything figured out. and. I just feel like society, social media, like in general, kind of 
makes us feel like we need to be like the best at even like anything you do, right? Like entrepreneurship, like you have to have your entrepreneurship stuff figured out because you have to be on the cover to Forbes or at least get like yeah. a Forbes article out so you could be legit, you know? Then it's you like, could be like stamp of approval. Okay, you made yeah. it, quote unquote, <laughs> you know? And it's like, <laughs> but there's so much more than just that, you know? So much more than that. I think it's like whatever makes you happy and as as long as you're helping other people, whatever entrepreneur journey you're in and if whatever you're applying to the world and the world accepts it with love and gratitude, that's already a stamp of approval in my eyes. You know? Yeah, that's not so necessarily true. all these other things. So let's talk about your Instagram. So so lately your Instagram has been popping. <laughs> I love the new aesthetic that you're going for. So tell us more about what kind of impact you're trying to pursue in social media. Thanks. Yeah, so Instagram is something that you know, we've been working on through the Engineering Gals platform for so many years. Like since 2016, we've been on that social media game. But I've never really cared to like put it on my own personal page and be like, oh, like I'm going to be a quote unquote influencer, you know. So this year, in the beginning of the year, I started posting about why I'm so passionate about, you know, empowering women. I started posting about like sexism that I faced in my life. And then also domestic abuse. That was another thing that I talked about. And and then, you know, I just realized that I don't want to pretend like the world is perfect. And like you said, there's a lot of issues in the world. But I feel like me being able to put it online is just like set me free and not feel like I have to fit this box of like, you're an engineer and your life, you know, it's like that's it or something like that, you know, like, I just don't want to pretend like everything's perfect because sometimes like it's not literally like, you know, so this whole highlight reel thing, I was just like, no, not happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just yes. like started out with just being honest. And then I was able to connect with so many people. And that was the crazy part it was like, I put my truth out there and I was freaking scared as hell. But a lot of people were feeling the same way in different aspects, like whether it was their career, um, whether it was like the sexism they face in, in school or work. And then same thing with the domestic abuse. It's, it's sad, but I'll, it happens to a lot of people. So it's just one of those things, like I feel like there's so much stigma surrounding it that people don't want to talk about it or admit that they went through it because they feel like they'll be labeled as something bad, you know, yeah, something negative. Labeled as a victim, yeah. things like that, right? And I, I'm, I'm so proud of you for you doing that because it takes a lot of guts to put your truth out there to the world, <laughs> you know? And I'm so happy that people embraced it and, you know, you really got to connect with those people. But yeah, I mean, Instagram, social media is always a highlight reel, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been since the start, you know, and but now I have seen, you know, like you and other influencers really talk about really hard topics that a lot of people have problems really saying them out loud, you know, and that mm -hmm. kind of just, I guess, humanizes everybody on Instagram that it's like, hey, I'm not just like this perfect person that you see on my pictures. It's like we go through shit and – I know you go through shit too, you know, like, yeah, and kind of sure. like connecting on that aspect. Yeah. And I also kind of think of it as this phenomenon of, you know, when we're social, it's always been in person, like for us growing up, right? Hanging out with your friends after school, going to clubs, talking to your friends, you know, playing in the backyard when you're a kid versus now, like who does that? <laughs> Aside from like our social life, like when you hang yeah. out with your friends. But now I feel like the main way of communicating, especially since the pandemic, has been online. So mm -hmm. I feel like why not just make it real where we don't feel even more isolated when you go online, you know? Like we shouldn't feel like our one mode of communication is fake <laughs> to each other, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that was like one way of looking at it too. But 
yeah so i pretty much started doing that and then i just started sharing other stuff i like like i really like i've always like talked about this on previous podcasts but like fashion and beauty and modeling was another thing that i was like always like really into and i was like oh i should do it but i'm too short nobody's gonna hire me all this stuff right but i was like whatever i don't care anymore i'm just gonna do what i like and so i also just post that stuff online too like things that bring me happiness you know yeah, of course, 100%. And yeah, like you yourself, you're not just an entrepreneur for engineering gals and you're just not a water resource engineer. You're so much more than that, right? So I think now your profile really highlights, you know, the different types of personalities you have. Would I say that? Is that correct? Yeah, I guess like. <laughs> I guess it's like all aspects of all my aspects. personality. Yeah, you know? not just focus on one aspect of your life. Now it's yeah. like this is who I am as a person. Yeah, and I really admire yeah. that. That's like really cool. That's like I think it takes a lot for someone to really reveal who they truly are on all aspects and put it out there in the internet you know it's like <laughs> usually people just like choose one you know like if you want to be a stem influencer and they just focus on that or like beauty and they just focus on that but I really enjoy following you and seeing your transition of like really blossoming and just seeing all aspects of Amy, not just like one cookie cutter aspect or perspective of your life, you know? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of looked at it as like, okay, we talk about representation and engineering and like, if I'm going to represent what an engineer is, that's all aspects of me, right? Outside of just engineering. So I was like, okay, let's make this a whole thing. And I'm not going to lie. I don't post all my sad things on social media like <laughs> there's so much stuff that I go through like that's not on social media but like the really important stuff that hits home I talk about it you know yeah, yeah. and I'm so happy that people embrace it and people are able to relate to you on those different topics and stuff so it's really cool so what's next what is next for Amy what what should we be looking out for <laughs> What are your plans? <laughs> so I have goals <laughs> and hopes and aspirations right now of like, I know what I want. So like, you know, I want a career. I feel like I'm going to have to just create my own career and figure it out. You know, like the whole this this whole thing of like nine to five and working for somebody else versus having your own company. And just I think entrepreneurship, you're just always paving your own path. And I just have to, that's what I'm focusing on right now is like, I'm really just doing the internal digging of realizing, okay, what do I really want to do? But also be able to like have things and experiences that I enjoy in my life, right? So some of the things are like, okay, like I, I would love to actually move out of California one day. Like, how do I make that happen? I would love to, you know, be able to bring more resources for women in STEM and engineering careers. Like, how do I make that happen? And how do I also be able to sustain a life, you know, with whatever job that I'm doing? It's just a lot of big questions. And yeah, so just figuring that out, like one step at a time, I just told myself, okay, like, I'm just going to work on things like one day at a time do a little bit every single day. And I think that's been working for me. It helps me feel less overwhelmed and less stress. And, you know, it's just less anxiety because you could just easily be like, oh my gosh, it's so much. Because we work, you know this, like we work eight hours a day. <laughs> and that's like most of our day. Yeah. So sometimes like we don't have energy after that too. So just little by little, you know, doing things like just switching it up. Like sometimes I'll focus on work, getting work stuff done, All obviously because I'm working. But then like after that, I'll focus on like engineering gals or I'll focus on my personal life and like traveling. I really like to travel, hiking, food, just socializing, having, you know, get togethers with my friends and family. Like that's also really important to me. I don't really see myself as somebody who's always like, you know, in their career. But I think, like I said earlier, there's phases of that. So 
just try to you know mix it up and mm-hmm. slowly slowly day by day i'll figure it out and then one day when i have a solution i'll tell y'all <laughs> and i'll announce it and i'll be like guys <laughs> i figured it out <laughs> yes you're in the pursuit of happiness the whole theme of this podcast <laughs> episode <laughs> yeah that's true so yeah yeah, no, I, I could totally relate in about working full time. I actually have mm-hmm. a nine eighty schedule. So it's oh, like yeah. I work nine hour nine mm-hmm. hours in the day. And by the time the you know, I'm done with work, I'm just like mentally exhausted. I'm just like, Oh my god, what am I gonna do now? I need to go for a walk and then you start thinking about health oh, and yeah. you need to cook, <laughs> you need to exercise, you need to do this and that. And just like life itself is so busy. But then, you know, when on the weekends when it's like a little bit more, you know, obviously I don't work in the weekends, it's like, okay, now it's like I get to mm-hmm. do things that I like. And I want to, you know, as everybody knows, engineering gals is one of my passions. And I'm like, how are we going to help these women, our members? You know, it's like, how do we get this community together and like help them and provide resources? So it's just like, I think it's Mm -hmm. just a team effort overall. I think we have such a great community when it comes to engineering gals. And I'm just so excited to be part of Fernanda's um, new week-long series called Empowered Engineers. And, you know, just within our community, we help each other out of trying to get this whole community of engineering gals just like get them resources and like help them out with things that we needed when we were in college or things that we needed when we were young professionals you know and that's like obviously one of our passions and if our followers they've been following us for long you've seen our journey thus far Um, And I'm just like super excited to continue working with you and continue growing our platform because I'm a true believer of what we're doing. It's like the world needs this. You know we needed this when we were in college. We (laughs) We needed this when we were younger and younger, like we're (laughs) We're not old. It's Uh, my birthday. We're like young professionals. I'll be one year older. (laughs) Yes. Time goes by so fast, but yeah. just overall, you know, I'm like super excited to continue working. Um, so yeah, so if you guys have, if you guys are going to join us in this week long s- series called Empowered Engineers, I know Amy, you're doing mm-hmm. a whole seminar. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more and that how that, that entices with your Yeah, so career? I'll be presenting <laughs> on the basics of water treatment. So the water field is very small and niche. A lot of civil engineers end up going into construction majorly. So water is just kind of that one topic. It's like, I don't really know what happens with it. I just know it comes to my tap. (laughs) So I was just like, okay, I'm going to talk about (laughs) different careers in the water industry, basics of water treatment, and what different career paths look like, you know, if you do choose this career. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be doing the whole webinar on that on the 27th. So I'm really excited about that. And yeah, I'm also really excited to work on Engineering Gals. It's, you know, I feel like this whole last year during the pandemic, that was an entire phase of just like, go, 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 you know? And I feel like we're in the next gear now. Like, okay, like, let's do this, you know? What's the next phase? Yeah. Like, what's the next phase for Engineering Gals overall? I think just like our community is just so strong and there's like so many leaders within our engineering gals community that I just really love supporting them Mm -hmm. on their events as well. And then vice versa, you know, whenever we create an event, it's like we always see that support from them as well. So it's like super exciting. Yeah, we built like this whole world online made so many friends through it and it's just like, wow, that's crazy. Like I think about it and I'm just like – I know we've been knowing these people for so long Yeah, on the internet and I've actually, most of them I've yeah. never met in person, but like we're, yeah. we're like great friends. It's like, I have like Google hangouts with them. It's like, I, you know, it's, it, it's so amazing to just have that, 
you know, just like be able to connect with people on the internet and like, especially like mm-hmm. women in engineering. Cause it's like at my job, there's only one other female engineer and then that's it. And the rest of my division, they're mm-hmm. all males, you know? So it's like, it's really nice to just to connect with other women engineers and like, they kind of know yeah. what you've been through. They've, you know, gone through the similar journey as you and like, we're able yeah, to and that's why that I love aspect. like being on the podcast too. Cause then I get to talk to all these women and I'm like, yo, like, how did you do this? <laughs> you know? Like, and like all of them are going through like similar <laughs> things. So it's like really cool to be like part of their journey at the same time, you know, and get to know the community on a deeper level. Yeah, 100%. So cool. All righty. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for allowing me to interview you on this podcast. I've had such a blast and we've learned so much about you. Let our audience know how they could connect with you. How can they, where are you? Can (laughs) they follow you on your different social media platforms? Yeah, of course. So you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, all the social media, pretty much, it's called A M Y D E E P K A U R. So Amy Deepgar, um, that's my username. So you can follow me there. <laughs> and then for Engineering Gals, you guys already know Engineering Gals is our username, and you guys can follow us there. Yeah, um, that's how you can reach me. You can reach me through my DMs. I also have my email on my Instagram, so you guys can send me an email as well. Yeah, so. You just click on the little email thingy and there you go. You have my email address. <laughs> yeah, but we'll put everything in the show notes if you guys, you know, nice. need it from there as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy. It was a pleasure hosting this podcast episode today. You were great, obviously. Um, and <laughs> you are great, obviously. <laughs> yeah, thank you, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so glad that you interviewed me because it's like, what better person to interview me than like somebody I've known for so many years and literally like somebody who's grown this platform from bottom to up you know and I know I just I love engineering gals so much it's like I just love it just overall you know just with everything everything that we've done I'm like so proud of us yeah I think about it and I'm like dude it actually impacted my life so much more than I thought you know like we're like okay we're gonna do this to impact other people's lives but it literally impacted my life in so many positive ways that I didn't even expect. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I know the power of social media. It yeah. is real, you guys. I've had so many different opportunities, like just being online and just like meeting so many different people, like both mm-hmm. me and you, Amy, like we've had yeah. so many different opportunities from just being the creators of engineering gals and like just just continuing that path and like we see all these other accounts that are pretty much doing you know they have the same goal as we do and Mm -hmm. like it just excites me so much and I'm like so excited for them for us for the whole community for us to just continue growing and hopefully it becomes mainstream and I think we have seen that transition where it's like some of the community leaders within engineering gals it's like they're going mainstream like yeah these women are getting so many opportunities when it comes to like psychom well people like to call it psychom but i like to call it engineering com or eg com (laughs) you know like engineering com (laughs) because psychom really applies to like science communication yeah but we're doing engineering communication which Mm -hmm. is completely different yeah I think and that it's was different like, yeah and that was like one of the whole things right for creating engineering gals specifically was like okay this science community is doing great but nobody's talking about engineering like where are those people at <laughs> online <laughs> and like that's why we specifically focused on engineering so yeah you're you're right like having that you know engineering communication there's so many people I think it's amazing I know it's so amazing how it's if it's grown so much like exponentially mm-hmm. so much in the last four years yeah like I remember like starting engineering gals and like we couldn't find engineers and I'm like where yeah, are we're they? like who are we gonna it's feature like- this this week like oh I just feature my Us. co-worker ourselves like I don't know what to do anymore and then we just kept looking and like that was the thing like nobody was putting engineer in their bio at that time yeah 
Nobody was like who wanted to be like, yeah, I'm an engineer on social media, on Instagram. Like people were like, I know I want to be a food blogger, a travel blogger, blogger. beauty blogger, a fashion blogger. And that's the cool thing to do. And we're like, no, you can also be an engineer blogger. like Engineer <laughs> blogger, yeah. And you could have so many opportunities and you could have a huge following as well. I know, like now going back and like thinking about that and like putting myself in that period of time, that is crazy. Like I remember like the beginning of Engineering Gals, it's like it was all about the psychom. Mm-hmm. All Everybody who was big yeah. was all related to mm-hmm. science. And there were all the science communicators. Yeah. And then now it's like the people in our community, like they're kicking butt. Like now they're the engineering communicators yeah. and look at yeah, them. Yeah, they're getting like you know? television like, opportunities. Like uh, Naya just got, you know, this new show as well. Cat, electrical engineer. Katya, oh my God, she's killing it too. So many people. And I'm just like, Chloe the engineer, like all these people are just really just – out there the galactic, galactic gal. gal yeah oh yeah she's doing yeah. great yeah i mean yeah. there's so many and it's just it's there's so many that we haven't even mentioned but like it's so amazing just to see our community leaders just like lead the path like this is what we envision yeah. like we wanted engineers like where are all the engineers and here they are now and they're kicking butts so it's like it's so amazing. And then we also have all these other communities that are also growing, like Iron Ring yeah. Girls, you know, they're growing so much. And then we have CBS Unstoppable yeah. with Miranda. And I'm like, this is so amazing. It's like, I'm so glad that they're. Yeah, like we would have never thought about that. Like, that's literally what we were like, oh, that'd be so cool to do. And like, they have this entire production. And it's amazing to see that, you know. And then on the other hand, we have people like Dr. Nee with STEM media and the STEM Avengers and all of that. And I'm like, this is really cool. It's really a community, you know, and the networking opportunities are pretty much endless. Yeah, you know? so much opportunity. So if you guys are, are a listener and you're an engineer and you always thought about becoming a STEM influencer, this is your calling. <laughs> Start sharing your journey <laughs> with us. Hashtag engineering gals. Put you up there in our platform. And overall, I mean, it's so amazing to just look back and like go fast forward to now. And it's like, this is what we thought about when we started engineering gals. Like this is, and it's happening now. Yeah. It's like, this is so amazing. And I'm so glad that people with foundations and like people that are directors and producers and all these other people, they understand the power of social media and they understand in order to inspire the American youth to become engineers and scientists, we have to put them in the f- front row of social media like we need these role models yeah. to be in the cover of these shows of these magazines of these all these different opportunities because that's how we're going to inspire younger kids to pursue that career yeah yeah and make it cool because i think for so long that's what you think is just like oh like it's a nerdy thing to do you know all of the stereotypes that we talk about you know on the engineering gals platform you guys already know. So yeah, definitely. It is something that you have to see it to be it. You know, I think we've talked about that a lot on the, on the platform. What I was trying to say is that, you know, it's so amazing just to see all of these different types of social media campaigns on the internet now that are pretty much supporting our goal with engineering gals. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the whole thing was, like, okay, like, there's people who love their engineering career, right? And there's – sometimes there's people who want something more than that, too, and things change over time, you know, and just – recognizing that and you know that was one of the things that I was like okay like you don't have to feel guilty about that you know earlier I was mentioning that like you do feel that like should I just do this but there's a space for everyone to do whatever they want you know so I know we talk about like 
people feeling pressure like to be an influencer like you also don't have to do that you know it's just if you do there's resources out there for you and this platform is there for everyone to use yeah you know engineering gals and it's really cool to see it being able to like see these new ways of pretty much making a living off of your passion and if that passion is stem communication and engineering com you could do that now you know now it's like a possibility when before I don't think we really saw big I mean there wasn't even STEM influencers mm-hmm. online you know well Emily, Emily Emily right like Emily's actually an engineer she's one of the first yeah, I would say true. to make it really big right with Emily Wonder Lab she's done an amazing job she has books yeah. she so, has merch she's like the whole Big role model. Like the biggest engineering com, I would say, that I've seen overall. There's all the stuff that it's like new for engineers, I would say. Yeah. So if you're ever interested in becoming a STEM influencer, talk to Amy and I, hashtag engineering gals, submit your feature for our page, and we'll definitely support you in your journey. Yeah. We're always looking for. Yeah, we're always looking for people to come on and do takeovers and be featured, all this stuff. Just, yeah, more than happy to do it. (laughs) All right, Amy. Well, thank you so much for having me, and we will see each other on Instagram. Thanks for having me. This was super fun, and yeah, we'll stay in touch.